Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This. We are again your hosts from Your New Life Ministries, Donnie and Sandy. And this again is uh, You Got This. Uh, We're going to continue on our uh, chosen uh, topic this season about um, discovery of who Jesus is and what he is all about. And we're going to continue on with this discussion in the season 2 episode 6 with a topic called joy. It's a choice. And we're going to elaborate on what we mean by that because joy comes in many, many, many different emotions. And who, who is responsible for this particular emotion? Well, who do you think? Who created us? God, Jesus. He is one and the same. And he brings us love, joy, happiness, and all the things we cherish the most. And so we're going to talk about that in this week's podcast. And we do want to give a shout out to all of our wonderful listeners out there who keep coming back and uh, tuning into us every single week. And that brings us nothing but joy, knowing that we're sharing a good message with you all. It gives a, a really thank you for from the bottom of our hearts from all over the world we, that we have listeners from. So again, thank you. But uh, here I'm going to let, let my wife um, uh, talk about our first topic in this joy segment. Welcome everyone. I really look forward to having these um, shows with y'all every weekend. And if we're a little late getting it on, it's just life hits us. And so we always do try to make sure that we do get them on regardless. So joy, it's a choice. Now that doesn't mean things are not going to make you sad from time to time. That's not what this part is about. It's an overall attitude of joy that, you know what, that comes from trusting God 100%. And your life is always going to be filled with ups and downs. I mean, we live in a fallen world. You're in people will live by their own free will God gave us our free will and so people are going to use it to the disadvantage of others so other people are going to get hurt but if God took free will away he would have to take it all away the good and the bad so as a result of people's bad choices of their own free will other people get hurt and then there are other life circumstances life happens to everyone Sickness, because we're made of flesh and the flesh is weak. So we are going to get sick sometimes. It's just a given. And at some point, we're going to have issues with daily life. We're going to have issues with jobs. We're going to have issues with our co-workers. Our car is going to break down from time to time. But every time you let that throw you into a pit, you're putting a smile on Satan's face. Honestly, that's the last thing we want to do is put a smile on that, that thing's face. I'm not even going uh, to even repeat on that any further because Satan has enough ammo that he's giving us every day because this is a falling world. We don't need to give him any more. But you just got to take uh, take command and just give God praises through the bad times and the good times. Why are we so inept on uh, giving God praise when things is going our way? But when things go bad, we're always just, we always go back and say, "Well, 
God did this too. God did this. He we don't give him praise. We don't give him enough praise for when things go bad because things will go bad. Things will uh, ultimately go a direction that we don't want to go sometimes. But you still got to give God his praise even though it does happen in ways that we don't desire. And that's something we all have to work on, me included. Sometimes I get upset sometimes when things don't go exactly my way. But uh, I always got to deep down and remember that things will ultimately happen in the ways that we don't want. Yes. You know, Nehemiah, he um, was uh, in service to one of the kings, and he was the cupbearer. And this was when all the Israelites had been taken away. And so this is after the exile. And he was really upset at the state of the way Jerusalem was and, and the walls and the gates of Jerusalem. See, that symbolized their protection. And it was all torn down. Do you know that when you let your protection down, when you walk away from trusting God and you give in to worry and doubt, that's what you do. You move from Him. He didn't move. We do. And life is going to happen. And, you know, um, we're going to have our ups and downs. But if you let the issues of life co constantly control your joy, you're never going to be happy because life is going to always hit. So trusting God through all your circumstances, they had people coming against him when, his, when Nehemiah was trying to build it. They had people saying no that, you know, we got to do something. We got to stop this. We can't let this happen. And so they kept trying to um, use their intimidation tactics around Nehemiah and, and, and the people rebuilding. And that didn't work. So he tried to infiltrate it, trying to pretend a friend, right? But when all he was going to do is once he got in, he was going to create division in between them so they would stop working. They'd be fighting amongst themselves. But Nehemiah didn't give in to that. He kept his sword in one hand, which is the Bible, and he worked in the other hand. And that's what we need to do on a daily basis. We need to remember that God and the Holy Spirit, the Bible, Jesus Christ, you know, that's our weapon. And he will be there to help keep us strong when things are coming against us. And he says he's our provider. He says that he's our healer. He's our Jehovah Rapha, our Jehovah Jireh. He is our Jehovah Nisi, our banner, when we need somebody to stand up for us. He is God Almighty El Shaddai. Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. So you can choose joy. You choose joy. You choose to keep your peace by trusting God while going through it. Romans 15.13 says, May the God of all hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Exactly right. Exactly right. I could have said it better myself. But the point remains is this. Who are we going to fight for? God or Satan? If you're going out being all, honestly, I'm sorry for saying it, but if you're going out all mad and angry and peed off at the world, who are you pleasing? Are you showing uh, uh, showing good uh, manners to your family? Are you showing good uh, faith to your friends and family? No, you're you're giving enemy the power. What is a better way to look at the situation? Just go out 
and just be kind and just don't go out with anger just be nice you'll get more important things accomplished by not showing anger and giving respect to people even when they don't deserve it than going out there saying you're going to beat the hell out of somebody simple as that and I am as guilty as that as anybody because I, I honestly have terrible 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 road rage which my wife keeps on saying every week and do I listen I try but honestly when some creep cuts me off on the road I don't say nice things and so I, I that's one area I really need to work on myself I really need to work on that myself but as opposed to everybody because we do live in the fallen world and it just is easy to pray for somebody, give them the guidance that they need so they don't do that to somebody else versus you cussing and carrying on, raising heck inside of a car when nobody hears you and when somebody does pass you by, they're wondering, why is that guy screaming at a steering wheel for? You know, because it just makes you look like an idiot in the end when you're sitting there cussing and carrying on with nobody else in the car and somebody else is looking at you. What is going on with that guy? What the heck is he doing? It makes you look like an idiot sometimes. And I and I honestly do look like an idiot when I'm raising heck in the car because of my road rage. Yes. So who are you gonna who who's who are you gonna follow? Are you gonna follow Satan and that's what he wants to do? John ten ten, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So who are you gonna give in to? Are you gonna give in to the tactics of Satan? Or are you going to rely on the strength of the Holy Spirit that he says it's there? He's our comforter. He's our healer. He's our provider. He says in John 14, 26, that I will remind you those things I have taught you. So he will bring the verses up to remembrance in, in your heart and in your mind whenever you need it. And you get in those bad situations and you need something to give you strength. That's what he's there for. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So are you, are, are you relying on him? Because when you can trust God and say, you know what? God is going to get me through. My car just broke down. But God is going to get me through it. Hey, and we can really testify to that. Uh, because it broke down. Our car broke down on us a couple of weeks ago. We went to the shop, put it in there. Now it's acting up again on the same situation. And, uh, we're going to choose to follow God. He will get us through it, even though things right now are more expensive than he ever had before. I mean, gas prices are on the rise and they don't seem to be stopping anytime soon. Not to mention the home prices are really through the roof. And yet our only thing that we can do is just push forward and God will get us through. Because the only thing our government is doing is just arguing back and forth about who's to blame for what and when and how. But nothing's getting solved. So go figure. So the only thing we can do as an American society people is just pray to God that he will give us light and know which way to go. Because in the end, that's the only person that we can rely on is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes. See, Satan's always looking for an opening. Stop giving him one. When you go around all angry and speaking about all those things that are making you mad, all you're doing is giving the devil more ammunition. He's got enough on his own. Why do we need to keep helping him do his job? Stop it already. And hey, I'm speaking to the choir. Um, I have to tell myself that all the time. It's like, no, you can trust God. Look what he's done for, for you already. Trust him. Because 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of a sober mind. 
Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So are you calling on the Holy Spirit? Do you stay close to him, relying on him? Are you getting in the presence of the Lord every day? You know, you can do that in your car as you're going to work and you listen to praise music and start praising God. And, you know, when those worried thoughts come about, oh, man, how am I going to pay this bill? And where am I going to get the money to pay this car? And, and, and mind you, um, this is the third time we've had problems with our car on this same issue. Uh, but where are we going to get the money? You know, God always provides. And he does. Are you talking to him and reading his word? You spending time with him just to spend time with him, not not just to give him your long uh, grocery list, your nine one one list of things he you want him to do, but are you just spending time with him? Psalm twenty two three says God inhabits the present praises of his people. That means he is right there when you're praising him, and if you're starting to feel down and depressed and worried about the things going on in your life, well, guess what? Satan's gun is not going to stick around and praise God with you. So start praising God and kick the devil out of your car, out of your home, and out of your life. Keep praising God. Keep worshiping him by the way you act and the, by the way you treat your family, by the way you love them and the way you love others. Stop giving the devil ammunition because we have to be the light of Christ. We have to be him. He is the light of the world. And he is supposed to shine through us. We're supposed to give off his light and his love. Are we doing that? Are we being ambassadors of Christ? Are we showing joy? Because if we're walking around with a sad look on our face and all depressed and all angry and all worried, why are those who don't believe going to want what we have if we act just like them? That's a very, 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 very good question. I can't say that enough. Look at this one movie it brings to mind. And this woman had joy in her heart until the moment the trigger was pulled and her life was ended. Anybody remember that Columbine shooting that happened back in 1992? Well, her life was made into a movie. Her name is Rachel Joy Scott. She fell by the wayside a little bit during her high school years, and ultimately she went back to Christ, and she had Christ's love all the way through her her high school years until the day the shooting happened, and the guy asked her in the end, do you still believe in God? And she says, you know I do, and he killed her point blank because this guy was evil to the core. He actually loved Hitler. He admired Hitler. Matter of fact, the day the school shooting was Hitler's birthday. He'd done that school shooting to honor Hitler, then both him and his buddy ultimately decided to commit suicide in the end. But that movie brings to mind that one, that girl, that poor girl that her life was ended that day, had more joy in her heart than anybody can possibly imagine. And her name is, like I said, Rachel Joy Scott. And if anybody we need to look up to as far as true believer Jesus Christ, she was one of them. But um, we're going to uh, take a break here for a minute and play a song by King and Country called, of course, Joy. So we'll be right back right after this song. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you. Lately I've been reeling, watching the nightly news. 
lose Don't seem to find the rhythm Just wanna sing the blues Feels like a song that never stops Feels like it's never gonna Gotta get that fire fire back in my bones Before my heart heart turns into stone So won't somebody please pass the megaphone I'll shout it on the count of three I just got through talking about that uh, one movie um, with Rachel Joy Scott about the school shooting of Columbine and 
I was telling you all that if anybody knew anything about Joy and about the love of Jesus, it was her because she kept her faith all the way up to the moment she passed away. So we're going to continue on here with that. And remember, um, I wonder, have you all watched, uh, read the book of Paul who was imprisoned and continually to preach throughout his term in prison? That's another person that we need to stand up and mark because he wrote half the book of uh, the Second uh, Testament, if you all remember. And he'd done three quarters of that or so in prison as he was being condemned, as he was being ridiculed, as he was getting the living daylights beat out of him on a daily basis. And he still kept his faith and love of God. And remember this, Paul, he hated Christians. As you remember, most of his life, he actually wanted to take Christians by the skull and smash their faces in with a concrete block. All of his life, he tormented them, he brutalized them, he beat the living daylights out of them. Until one day, God had enough and said, well, you know what, it's time to bring my son back to where he needs to be. Blinded him, fell off his horse, and another guy prayed for him to bring his sight back. And then he changed his life and changed his name. And then he goes to prison for the same thing he was already he was being uh, doing to Christians, and he went to prison for it. And ult he ultimately gave his life to Christ after that. Yes, I mean, there's 27 books in the New Testament, as Donnie had said, and Paul wrote half of them, and half of them were written from prison, and he, had, like he said, he'd been shipwrecked, he'd been in prison, he'd been beaten. He had to be lifted down, um, um, escaping, I think, in a basket off the side of a wall. And back then, okay, prison wasn't probably as, as comfy as the inmates of today. And I'm going to touch on this briefly because we got another episode coming up. Um, you know, the vision of God unfolds. From stupidity to stupendous. Yes, we're going to be talking about Joseph and what was he thinking when he was telling his already jealous brothers about his dreams. So that's coming up in another episode. So I'm not going to dive too deeply into Joseph, but I love the story of Joseph because if you really look at the story of Joseph in Genesis, if you really look at everything he went through, you can really identify him and Jesus side by side is really awesome so really that is a foreshadowing of Jesus Christ but he didn't have it so easily he was thrown in a pit by his jealous brother sold into slavery so and, and he got sold twice to the Ishmaelites by his brothers and the Ishmaelites sold him sold him to Potiphar and then he was accused wrongly by Joseph by Potiphar's wife who came on to him and he didn't receive her advances he ran but he, she still accused him, and he got thrown into prison. But guess what? Joseph stayed faithful, and God promoted him to the palace. What's going to happen with you if you stay faithful, and you stay in joy, and you keep trusting God? Because it says in James chapter 1 that if you doubt, you're not going to receive anything. Because you're like a wave tossed in, to and fro on the sea. But what about Ruth? Ruth, this is awesome. Naomi and Eliminate in, in the book of Ruth. I love the book of Ruth. Um, they left Bethlehem, meaning place, place of bread, when there was a famine. Okay, there, you know, 
there's, you're going to have troubled times, but every time there's a troubled time in your life, are you going to automatically run back to the life you begged God to get you out of when you first got saved? Come on. Really. He waited. He waited all your life for you. Some of you, he probably waited a real long time, and you can't give him maybe two weeks, two months, one year. He's going to take everything you give him, honestly. But, um... Yeah, it, it's a, uh, Ruth is a pretty uh, incredible story of faith, love, and determination because it wasn't easy. Ruth lost everything, and uh, the only thing she had to hold on to, of course, was God directing her to where she needed to be and her daughter and her daughter law. She, she wasn't even a Christian. She was a Moabite. Yeah, and she wasn't even a Christian, as my wife just pointed out. And the only other person she had to hold on to was her daughter-in-law because all her family was taken from her. Mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, same thing. <laughs> My wife's going to tell me different, though. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, I'm sure y'all have all read that story. And because she turned to God, and she, you know, um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says anyone who's left father, mother, home, whatever for me, will, really, will be rewarded in this life and in the one to come. Okay, Ruth did that. She left Moab. She left her family there to be with her mother-in-law, even though her husband had died because Naomi, she lost her husband and her two sons. One of her daughter-in-laws decided to stay there, but Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you. Wherever you go, I will go. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. So even though Naomi had been bitter because she had lost so much, her God still shined through, shined through enough to make Ruth want that and so she follows her back she follows her back to Bethlehem you see always go to God first because they didn't when they had that famine Naomi and Elimelech didn't ask God he didn't they didn't inquire what should we do they just went off on their own how many times in life do we just go on our own and try to make our own decisions and work things out and we don't ask God and then we fail miserably well did you got bother going to God first Moab means who's your daddy and it was a place of sin it's like they forgot who their father was and they left their place of bread come on we got to give God a little bit more than that he's been so patient with us we got to be a little bit more patient with him and there's always a reason there's always a lesson there's always a purpose if he's going to let us go through that because look at the hell he went through on that cross for us if that's not love I don't know what is and because she decided to choose God she became part of the lineage of Jesus Christ because she started with her and Boaz and they begat Obed and if you read through the begats it finally came to David in the house of David and then it begat 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 and then eventually Joseph came along and Mary and Jesus Christ the food for thought right there in the guys in the people but uh, we're gonna uh, close out here in a real in a minute, and you always got to remember: when trouble hits, choose joy, choose to trust God, go to Him in prayer, and cast your cares on Him, and sing a praise song or turn some worship music on. And as soon as you feel His presence and peace and loving, t love telling you that He has it, and you will be all right, and you will be victorious. Remember this verse, it comes to heart. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures in your, at your right hand. 
You may wonder why we uh, talked about Ruth for a little bit there. Well, Ruth is uh, joy, pure and simple. She uh, she lost her joy, but she found it with her daughter-in-law or her mother-in-law, whoever she is. I, women's lineage really throws me sometimes. But uh, bottom line is she found what she needed in her family. She had to travel back to Moab uh, to get it or travel back to where God directed her to to get it. Always follow the path of God. He has your joy. That's the point of this whole entire episode. Every person that we pointed out to in the Bible today followed the path of God. And that's what this whole entire podcast is supposed to be about, which is why our tagline always says, you know you got this when God leads the way. That's what this whole entire podcast is all about, finding your joy, finding your love, discovering who Jesus Christ actually is. That's what this whole entire podcast is all about. And hopefully uh, our listeners out there are getting to what we're talking about, finding joy. Yeah, so if you're going through some hard times out there, we want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. You know, all the people all across the United States, we have in California, Massachusetts, Virginia, we have uh, listeners in Kansas and, yes, here in Texas and in Utah and Arizona, New Jersey and New Hampshire, Montana, and Washington, D.C. Oh, we need to pray for that state. Um, South Carolina, Montana, Georgia, New York, Ohio, and Massachusetts. And then we have listeners all over the world as well in Brazil, Moscow, the United Kingdom, London, Sweden. Germany, Mexico, Canada, Belgium, Ireland, the Netherlands, and Amsterdam. Oh my goodness, we have listeners all over the world. And so we just want to give a shout out to all of y'all. Thank you very much. And we just want to pray for all of y'all out there. So, dear Heavenly Father, if we have any listeners going through a hard time right now, Lord, just encourage them. Give them something that will encourage them, that will speak to their hearts, that will only mean something to them. And it'll be special to them. Because God, you know how to make someone feel special. That if, you know, they were the only one on earth, you you would just still come and die for them. Let them know how special they are. And encourage them and pick them up and give them a sign that, hey, I've got this. That That you see them. Because you are the God who sees. And you are the God who sees everything that we do for you and all the times we endure you are the God who sees. So I thank you so much, Father God. And if any of them need healing out there, I pray, Lord God, heal them, Lord God. Heal them, Lord God, completely. And if they need a financial miracle, I pray, provide that. Lord, you are our Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider, Lord. If they need a job, lead them to just the right one. If they have lost family members, I pray for their family members that you would do what it takes to bring them to their end where they can stop running from you and start looking up to you. Lord God, and I declare them saved. I declare them saved and born again. If they need to speak words to somebody else to give them encouragement, if they have a friend or a family member, give them the words to say give them the words to pray lord god and i want to give a special prayer request to a friend of mine in my church her her name is jessica and lord you know every time i see her she's got a smile on her face lord i'm praying for a miracle for her god because 
she just had brain surgery for cancer listeners if y'all want to pray for her and she's married and she's got little kids and she's young still and she's got masses on her lungs stage four lung cancer and they thought they got everything out of her brain but they found a little bit more in there and that was just put on our prayer request this a uh, couple days ago so lord would just steal you're still a mighty god you you still are the great physician lord and we declare her healed in jesus name and she's going to have a testimony and a story to tell so i thank you for her healing in jesus mighty name and if y'all got a prayer request please email us at info at your new life org, and visit our website our contact us page at yournewlifeministries.org. Hey, and be looking out. We my the last book so far in the series until God gives me more. Of my children's book is fixing to come out. Some are on Grandma's farm. They're putting the finishing touches on the formatting process, and it's going to be out soon. And here's Donnie to tell you some more. Yes, that's right. Her books will be her newest release will be out shortly and. Don't forget the rest of her books on our website at yournewlifeministries.org. You'll find everything you need on there as far as our podcast or our personal author books. They're on our bookstore page. Uh, and if you have, like I said, uh, any prayer requests, please reach out to us on our contact page. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page as well. Follow us there and follow us on Twitter, uh, Twitter Instagram, and follow us on our YouTube channel. Uh, all with the same name, Your New Life Ministries. Your New Life Ministries LLC. All right, we'll check out you later, guys. And always remember, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. Talk at you later. Bye bye.